of Just Show, a podcast on faith. I'm your host, Jordan, and I'm so excited you're here. Today, I am just, I guess, more pumped than normal to record. I've actually recorded like dozens of times already, and that's that's what podcasting is. You go through takes, and they don't work out, and you have to cut things. It's just a whole process, so I'm hoping this one works out. I'm going to be talking about what happened in my senior year, the good, the bad, the ugly, the great, the grand everything that I learned and everything that I'm taking with me into college. I'm going to be talking about what college I committed to. I guess I'm going to keep it a surprise. A lot of you probably already know. And everything I talk about is not to be me focused. I really just like want to emphasize that because um, anytime I'm talking about my personal life, normally like the hard things I talk about, the struggle that I face as a human that I'm sharing with you guys, it's not obviously the most comfortable thing for me to just post everything on the internet hoping it comes by someone that needs it like obviously it's hard for me to be open sometimes so it's really for you to realize that you're not alone and that if it resonates with something that anyone is walking through I am so thankful for that because a lot of our lives actually overlap more than you would think we just don't realize it because sometimes people don't talk about the hard stuff and that's what I'm here for so really I'm going to be doing like a advice I would give myself if I was re-entering this year. Um, Yeah, this one's going to be super interesting and I have a lot of like, I think pretty solid things. Um, I'm going to be talking about loneliness in the end. So like that's one of the deep things I'm going to be talking about at the end of the episode. So if you want to hear me talk about how I guess I'm a lonely human, then stick around, but I'm not really lonely. Um, I'm just going to be talking about how transition times in anybody's lives like transitions of change when you're coming from one season walking into another kind of blindly because I don't know what college is going to be like I've never been there but how sometimes it's lonely and it's hard and it's rocky sometimes and you feel just like confused I don't really feel super confused but I would say it's hard and so I'll be talking about that too yeah so this year I battled a lot with anxiety and I'm going to be so for real with you guys. That's probably why I didn't put out as many episodes as I was wanting to. I really strive to make this listening experience for you to be honest, truthful, and well done. I want to have knowledge about the things I'm talking about. I want them to be well thought out and I want it to be worth your while to be listening. So I'm not just wanting to put out more frequent episodes that aren't as good. So sometimes I'm going to do less that are way better quality, you know, because I can only prepare like so much. So that's my reasoning. Um, Back to battling anxiety. I was going through a lot my senior year, so there are reasons that I didn't put out as many episodes, but one of them was battling anxiety. I definitely notice as I'm looking back that I put a lot of pressure on myself and I want to like encourage you. I really do. If you're walking into senior year, don't think it's going to be the best year of your life because if you go into college even thinking that, you can't put that pressure on yourself because like what if God designed the best years of your life to be 10 to 15 years away? You don't know. You don't know. Every year you walk through with him is going to be a great year and you're going to learn from it and you're going to grow from it. But I'm just saying like I felt like I put this pressure on myself and I held this year up to like such a standard that I didn't need to hold it up to I needed to give myself room to figure it out to have those days where I was confused that I didn't know what I wanted to do that I didn't know what college I wanted to 
go to, you know, like it's a lot you're deciding. And I just really want to emphasize that like, I feel like social media makes out senior year to be like the best. Nothing gets better than it. But I'm just here to say that it was hard and it slapped me in the face a few times and it's what I needed. I'm so glad that it did because I think I'm going into college more prepared and that's what I'll say about it. But I think a lot of what I walked through in it was that I was trying to battle with control. And I feel like a person like me, I don't know. I think it's just, I think it's a lot of people. I don't think it's just me. I think battling with control like in life is such a, a thing. And it was something that I really needed to surrender to God um, because you're trying to make all these decisions, right? And I want to emphasize, like, take that time to, like, pray and just rest and knowing that God already has a plan figured out for you. And sometimes he offers you multiple paths that would be great and that you get to choose and that it's your choice. He's going to use each one of them for his glory, but sometimes you get to pick. And I think that's what I ran into. There are a lot of different things I was interested in. There are a lot of colleges that I really liked and it was hard to choose. It was definitely hard to choose. I think something else I struggled with was that I started to notice after I came out of senior year in the summer is that I went from this place of being exhausted all the time to being re-energized and revived completely this summer. But I was so exhausted during the school year all the time and I was like drowning and tiredness, not the, oh, you didn't get eight hours of sleep. No, it was like a deeper exhaustion. I was kind of burnt out a little bit, which happens and that's like a real thing and I'm not going to lie about that either. I got burnt out a little bit towards the end of like just school in general. That happens and I don't think there's a senior out there that would say that they didn't struggle with a little bit of burnout. I think it just happens towards the end. I started noticing that I was living a performance-based faith walk. I was putting all of this strain on myself to try to earn God's love when I just needed to receive it and just needed to like rest and just be in his presence and not just be like focusing on how productive I could be each day. I think that's something that society right now is like really wrong about completely on social media you see like how you can be more productive like and it's like almost glorified being so productive every day to the point where you want your day to be filled to the brim like every single moment of your day is scheduled out i i think that's not a good thing and i don't think it i don't think it leads you to leave a balanced life at all so yeah i just want to say that if you struggle with trying to impress god i do too and i look back I'm ashamed of it. Like, I don't like to say that. And I don't want to say that on my Christian podcast. But I struggle with it sometimes and I don't even notice I'm struggling with it. But I think it's something that, like, as you mature as a Christian, you realize, like, sometimes you just need to let God do the work and you need to stop working and you just need to rest and you need to keep learning, obviously. Like, you need to keep reading your Bible and trying to get to know God better. But it's not about your performance. I felt like I was just trying to, like, do everything right all the time which is like good like you want to be glorifying God in everything you do you don't want to be trying to earn your salvation or earn his love so that's definitely something I struggled with I'm not gonna lie and if you're struggling with that you have a friend (laughs) um also something that happened senior year I'm kind of just like going on a list right now that I wrote out so I'm kind of just hopping around there's it's there's a layout to this episode but I'm kind of just like speaking from my heart and I want to be super truthful with you guys um friendships this was a good thing this was a good thing this year 
I'm in a, I'm obviously talking about things I struggled with, but this is good. Um, friendships tightened towards the end of high school. It took me a long time. It took me towards when I was an upperclassman to find friends that I really thought were making me a better person and making me more joyful as a person because that's what you want after you hang out with your friends to feel like, oh my gosh, that was really good and I feel good as a person and I I and I feel like these friends are building me up while also like keeping me accountable. And I realized this year, I think out of all years, that sometimes having less friends is better. And here's why. The less friends you have, the more energy you can give to each of them. Therefore, the deeper you can build that bond. So sometimes those friendships are a lot more rewarding, the ones that are a lot deeper, the closer friends you have. But you have so much energy as a person. So you have to also like think about if I do this, this means I'm going to have less, which means I'm going to have to cut my circle down a little. And that's okay. That is a good thing because it's intentional, right? But what I mean about cutting your circle down, these are your friends you're spending like every day with, like you're spending a lot of time with them, like the hours you're putting in, investing, you know, these are your friends you're really spending some serious time with. I don't mean like cut people out of your life. Don't ever talk to them. I just mean the people you're spending like a lot of time with. I have a, I have a lot of friends that I still talk to and that I still interact with and that I still love to death, but they might not be in my like tight circle. And that's all I'm trying to say. Sometimes when you try to have a lot, a lot, a lot of friends, you're spreading your energy out too thin. That's the point I'm trying to make. So that was the blessing I learned this year. And I'm definitely taking that with me into college and remembering, hey, be intentional with your true close friends. Next thing that happened this year, I went to the Taylor Swift concert. But guys, this was like a very pivotal moment in my life, not because of Taylor Swift and no hate on Taylor Swift because I love her. I wouldn't have waited in the six hour queue to go to her concert if I didn't love her. Um, concert was amazing. One of my greatest memories, definitely. But I like connected a dot related to Christianity that I've never thought of. Like I've never thought of it. So like obviously when you like go into the stadium, the huge stadium concert, um, it's like overwhelming, right? There's a lot of people there, but Taylor Swift concerts are different. And you know if you've been to one. These fans are like no other. They are screaming, crying, calling her name. It's like they're madly in love. It's a different thing to see in people. I've just never seen this in people before. They know the depths, the weirdest things about all of her songs. They know what every single lyric means. They have every single word she's ever written memorized. They watch all of her interviews, you know, like all the things, right? I'm a Swifty myself. I love Taylor Swift. It's a party. It's a great time to be a Swifty. God spoke over me a few days after and I have like no idea how this happened and I know it didn't come from my own brain, this thought, because it's it was way too profound to come from my own head and I just can't stop thinking about it for some reason. I thought a few days after, I was like, whoa, what if we started to chase after God, fall as much in love with God as these Swifties do? It's just a different type of love. And like, if we knew scripture that way, like our walk with Christ would be a completely different experience, you know? When you seek him, you find him. That is a known thing in scripture. Like when you seek the Lord, you will find him. When we get to heaven, like 
you want to know all the inside things about the Bible, like all of these Swifties know about every single song Taylor Swift has ever written. And that's what was on my heart two days after that concert. Like I, I want to know God that well because he knows me even more. I love this verse. Uh, I've known this verse for a while, but it really came back to me like when I started thinking about this. It's Psalms 139 verses 17 through 18. And it says, how precious to me are your thoughts, God, how vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. And I love that. His thoughts of you outnumber the grains of sand. And that's crazy because like, obviously my thoughts about God don't outnumber the grains of sand. They're not infinite like that. Unfortunately, I wish they were. But I think it's just so cool because like, I want to get to know God that way, that way that he loves me. And that that's pretty much what I thought after that concert. I was like, so the people that went to this concert that weren't really Swifties probably didn't enjoy it as much, honestly, because they didn't know all the inside things, you know, because it makes it so much more enjoyable when you're like reconnected with that thing you've been chasing forever, right? So that was what I was thinking. You're saved when you accept Christ, but how deep is that connection going to be when you get to heaven? compared to that like Swifty who knows Taylor Swift inside and out like I want to know God inside and out and I thought that was really cool to think about so that's what changed my walk kind of this year and so that's when my faith really grew more after that concert so weirdest thing I I really don't know how Taylor Swift connects to heaven and like I'm sorry that I probably did a bad job of explaining that but that's what was on my heart Okay, next time I'm going to talk about college, and I cannot believe it's already been 16 minutes of me talking, but I'm going to keep on talking. So, college. I committed to OU this year. Wow, OU. It's a great college. Why did I choose OU? I can explain. I can explain to you. I felt so at home there, and also my grandparents are like 30 minutes away, and I thought it was like a good distance from home. Um, It's a two hour and 40 minute drive from my house, so I thought, okay, I can come home on weekends. I just thought it was a really good distance from home. And so that was a factor. But I also really like the Christian community there. They have such great Christian community. But I also do like that it's a public school because they offer Greek life, which I want to be a part of. Yeah, I want to brush. But some people have asked me why I didn't choose like a private Christian college because obviously my faith is a really big, important part of my life. I do have reasons. Um, I would have loved to actually go to a private Christian college. Don't get me wrong. There are so many great ones out there. And I and I really do love, the thing I love about them is that like you take biblical classes, right? And I'm not gonna, I'm unfortunately not gonna get to take those at OU. I can take religion classes, but I can't take, obviously I'm not taking Bible class, you know? But I love that I can be the light there and like be in a public university around people that don't know Christ so I can get to share the gospel. So that's my take on it. Our mission is to share the gospel as Christ followers. And I think that sometimes you can't do that when you're around all Christians. And I just, I really wanted to get to do that in college. So I think that's great. And I think there's a balance to the fact that I can be in a Christian community, obviously, because I will plug into a church there. But also like, be able to interact with people that haven't walked the same life as me, like haven't gotten to experience Christ and they've experienced their own things though. And it's so interesting to get to like, to hear from people that are different from me that have lived differently. And I love that about people and I love people. So I was like, you know what? Oh, use it. 
and I, I just felt really at peace with it, honestly. I applied to seven schools, and it was not easy to narrow it down. I'm not even going to lie. Touring does help a lot, so if you're, like, in the same shoes, if you're trying to pick a college, touring really does help, and looking at their mission statement as college helps and just like there's a lot of things that you can look into talk to people about yeah it's a it's a good time finding a college but it's also a very hard time god really has guided me out of a major i thought i was set on i thought i was gonna be a nurse for a very long time i actually took an anatomy class this year because i really thought i was gonna go be a nurse or either go into pre-med and then i kind of like realize that I could be glorifying God in any profession that I would be taking on. So I really liked the medical field just because it was stable financially and I wanted to be helping people. Obviously, that was like the number one reason why I would have chosen the medical field to help people because I think that that's the most rewarding aspect of it. But I realized when I was in anatomy that I didn't really like it. And so like God allowed me to learn that about myself, learn that about myself. And so I had to like change my major and walk out of that. But I actually kind of realized that I wanted to be creative in my profession because I'm a creative person and I have to own that about myself, you know, because that's a gift God gave me, but I obviously wasn't given other like gifts. So there's different gifts that people have and that's one of mine. But mm, guys, I can't sing. Like there's a lot of things I can't do, but creativity is one of the things I can. So I'm choosing to go into journalism, journalism advertising. So that way I can like go into media and kind of do like the same thing I'm doing right now. So like that has to do with podcasting. It has to do with a lot of different things, but I love writing too. So I thought journalism was a good option. So I'm doing that now. That's also the reason why I chose a general college because I changed my mind so much. I've changed my major three times already and I'm not even in college yet. So very fun. What I'm experiencing now, we're going to talk about loneliness now and how that is going and how that is affecting me and a lot of other people walking through this period of change and transition. So the biggest thing I did in high school and like if you know me personally you know this so like I'm sorry if I'm being repetitive if you're one of my friends listening but I was on drill team, which is dance. If you don't know what drill team is, I was on a dance team in high school. I did that all four years. I absolutely loved it. Have really happy, amazing memories on that team. I am super glad that that was part of my journey. I learned a lot from it, taught me a lot of lessons. There's a lot of discipline that comes with being on a drill team. If you know, you know, I'm not going to go into it. When I came out of it, after four years of dedicating a lot of my life to this team, um, a lot of time to this team too, I kind of started to feel lonely because I wasn't seeing the same people every day. Obviously, that's what happens when you come out of something like that. But I wasn't in my like routine of like doing that, you know, like such a huge organization anymore. And I started to get kind of lonely and I'm still kind of there. Um, I think it's just because also your friends transition too when you're going into college because I'm making new friends right now. But um, trying to figure out what friends are right for me too. And so that's a big thing. But I would say like early summer, the first two weeks of summer, it was pretty lonely and I'm still kind of there in a way. But if you're there, I'm sorry, it's hard. But I will say it has made me depend on God like no other season in my life. The presence of the spirit has filled me more than ever. 
I think I've just been in such a position of vulnerability with God because I don't have like, I would say as many friends as I used to that I see as regularly. I have the friends still, but I just don't see them as much, if that makes sense. Um, It's made me depend on him like more than ever. I think also something that I'm trying to like speak over my life right now is that I want to be ready to lose parts of my life that weren't serving me as much as the Lord has and will. So I think when you really like start to live for God, there are parts of your life you will lose that you had and that's for the best. But there are a lot of examples I could say right now, but I think it's so different for each person. But that's all I'll say about that. I think you lose um, parts of your life. I would say like I don't spend as much time on like social media anymore, which is a good thing, right? But there are other things like if you were into partying, you would have to be ready to lose that part of your life. So like things like that, that really weren't good for you, that you would have to lose. And your flesh would be wanting to gravitate back towards that because that's your fleshly desire. But that's something that I really am starting to realize that You have to be ready to like fully walk with Christ. You have to be ready to lose parts of your life for him fully. And it's like the most amazing thing to do that though. And it's the most freeing thing. I've had a lot more time to serve recently at church. I'm wrapping up a season of being at this church and like trying to find a new one at college, obviously. And I've gotten to serve at Fine Arts Day Camp at Bentry this week. So if you know what Bentry is, that's a church I go to. It's called Bentry Bible Church. Um... Yeah, they put on FADC every year. It's Fine Arts Day Camp for Kids. And I served as a counselor this week and it's been so fun. And I've like never been so like fulfilled in my life. My heart has never been so full. And so I encourage you if there's anything you can like serve in this summer, become like a part of, I like encourage it so much because I seriously have loved it. Loved it so much. It's been amazing and it has just completely filled my cup in a different way. Yeah, I think what I'm going to close out with is to remind yourself that you don't have to have it all figured out because senior year is a lot of figuring it out and you're not going to figure everything out. I don't have everything to figure it out and I won't ever, but that you have to trust God to, to really write your story. I think that's what I would say if I could go back and start day one of senior year again, I would tell myself, hey, Don't put the pressure on yourself to have it all figured out. Also, one more thing I want to talk about that's like super, super real. I don't know if I should be saying like publicly, but I'm also going through a season of singleness. And I think that that's not talked about a lot. um, How how you walk through singleness well as a Christian, how you walk through well. I'm single. I actually like it was very hard for me in the beginning, but I'm doing great with it. I don't mean in the beginning. I mean, after being single for the first time in a while, if that makes sense. But yeah, I'm doing good with it. But I do want to like talk about the hard parts of it because there are a lot of you that are single that are listening to this. So like maybe it will help you out. I'm trying right now to get to know the creator of love because like I can't pursue that on my own without knowing the creator of love, which is God. And I trust him to handpick my husband someday. If that's his will for me to marry, then I'm trusting that. If it's not, it's not his will and he's a better plan for me. But yeah, I think really like 
getting to know the creator of love because how am I to like judge what's good for me when I didn't create it right yeah if you're in a season of singleness like use it use it well use it to get to know God better use it to grow as a person do do fun things with yourself and with your friends like I've never felt closer to my friends because I can spend more time with them now yeah that's pretty much all I have to say about how this year has like shaped me grown me been hard on me senior year is hard it's hard but it's so fun and I want to say thank you so much for listening to this episode it means the world to me that I like have people that want to listen to me and they ask me when I'm putting a new episode out because it's hard it takes me I actually like oh my gosh if you're still listening I guess you actually want to listen to this because I've been talking for 30 minutes but this is a fun fact um I spend 10 to 15 hours on one episode. That's pretty crazy. I know. It depends on which episode. It like obviously depends on what I'm talking about, how long the episode is. It depends on everything. But it takes me a while to obviously get my ideas down and it takes me a while to like get a good recording down and then I have to edit it and upload it, which is also a pretty long process. But it takes me 10 to 15 hours to put one up. So just want to say, if it helps one of you, then it's so worth it. It is so, so worth it. I hope you're having a great summer. I hope you're having a great summer. I hope to have one more out, at least by the end of the summer before I go to college. I hope to have at least one more out. I'm aiming for two, but at least one. Um, thank you so much for listening. I will see you next time. <laughs>